2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today.
1: You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Back to back
0: wins on home ice, and no one cares about it because Liam met Devin's score. <laughs> Let's get into it with the lead. It's a lot of people in this room today. Welcome <laughs> into Oilers Nation every day, coming to you live from the sports closet, studiosportscloset.ca is where you can check them out. Bag Milk and I, we're going to get matching nudes jerseys before the playoffs. I think that's the plan. We're home blue. Yeah, that's what i'm gonna get to yeah. we'll really be matching then. yeah we'll be matching it'd be really work. nice maybe uh, we should wear them when we go to drake in august potentially right potentially mm-hmm. See, uh, bag milk's here because it's a friday liam's here because he's here every day nick alberg hey. is here from leafs nation and daily face off in town for the big party tomorrow
1: yeah in town to get my jack campbell oilers jersey too from the sports closet <laughs> they do will get you. it signed too why not you might as
2: well just go ask for his he's not playing tomorrow <laughs>
0: Well, that's a good start. Here we go. That's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, we will not be talking very much to Jack Campbell today, uh, but Nick, your first time in Edmonton.
1: It is uh, so happy to be here here for the uh, anniversary party coming up tomorrow, and to watch the Oilers hopefully beat the Seattle Kraken. Want to see that, right? First impression of the city. You said the first thing you said to me. You are like great weather because actually yes, the weather turned right like, nice. in time because the perception we get out in Ontario maybe it's a lucky day, lucky week, but it's 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 damn cold, mm-hmm. and so I show up. It's pretty much the same temperature as I left in Toronto this morning. So you you can't beat that, Tyler. Yeah. And uh, it's going to stay this way. I think Good. I'm pulling up the weather right now. It's going to get a little warmer weekend. today
0: and it's going to be a warm weekend. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to be three degrees in a couple of degrees. Tarps
1: optional. I brought my speedo.
3: I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I was putting pants on this morning, I did rummage through some shorts and I thought, what's the weather? It's close. It
1: was minus one. <sighs> Let me ask you a question then. So what, what's the optimum temperature to wear shorts? I'd probably wear them at like plus five to be okay. honest
2: i had the roof open on the alpha today yeah wow Ooh. spicy boy yeah oh good Wind in my hair
0: loved it not bad a thousand mm-hmm. miles
1: by vanessa carlton playing her. Oh, <laughs> What else <am> <laughs>
0: uh we are live on the nation network youtube where our pal chris walkling was the first comment today he said amazing dub last night now only if seattle and la can start losing a little bit more i think that is a very good point but Beggars can't be choosers. We did get a loss from the Vegas Golden Knights last night. And the most important part of all of this, flash up the game recap, A.B. It's a 4-1 win Mm -hmm. for the Edmonton Oilers. They, I won't use the word dominate because that game was tight for the most part. But I also felt like there wasn't a moment in that hockey game where I was really in doubt when it came to the Edmonton Oilers. Like, again, the score was tight. But Dallas wasn't getting a lot of dangerous chances in that hockey game. Stuart Skinner played well. I I love that you're just chaotic during the show. Let's do it. (laughs) Shooting a snapshot. I'm happy to be here. Why not? I want to go live on Instagram, Ty. It's uh, it's a Friday. We're nice and loose. (laughs) But like Stuart Skinner played good. He didn't have to make a ton of like crazy saves, though, in that hockey game. I just felt like that was a really well-rounded Oilers victory.
3: Yeah, I mean... I think everyone was just rooting for that shutout, wasn't it? Until it was far too late. I know. And then I know. It was too bad. But yeah, Stuart Skinner stopped the pucks he needed to, besides one, I suppose. But overall, like, just a pretty locked down effort by the Oilers to what limit 26 shots, I think Dallas had. And it, they never really felt threatening, which yeah. is big for this team.
2: Yeah. Bad line change led up to that goal. that annoyed me.
3: That's I. Fair i had had a couple at that point, so I wasn't really looking at the benches to kind of check out what was going on. I just saw <laughs>
2: Wyatt Johnston score. I'm a man, man like, of the details, Liam. Man. Well, d- describe it to me. Bad line change. Guys got off. Their replacements on too late. Dallas entered the zone of speed. Back in the net.
3: I actually interviewed Wyatt Johnston once. The draft show? He's a track and field star. Really? Oh, what man. events? Long distance. Ah, Is that track and field? Was that just long distance? Yeah, it's track it's field, field, I guess. Yeah, I mean,
0: I you, know. you, you could, could run, run long, you could run it on, on track,
3: track if you want. Very good guy.
0: The game was exciting. We'll talk about everything that happened on the ice and our three big things in a second. But the biggest story it dominated Twitter yesterday. <laughs> Liam got to meet Devin Shore. We had to yep. clean up the images or some of the images, <laughs> the ones that show the below the belt area. Uh, out. But yeah. Liam, this moment. Take us through everything leading up to it as well. This is my favorite picture. I might make it my screensaver. How excited are we? Beaming.
1: <laughs> Beaming.
3: Um, so That's basically so funny. the <laughs> Germans are obviously in town. And I got a there was a couple extra tickets and I got a text being like from Jay being like, the Germans have requested that you join us at the game tonight. So I had like an idea that this might happen because Lars brought it up at the office. Yeah. But I wasn't 100% sure. And then like, as the game went on, like, it didn't seem like it was going to happen. And then Lars messaged Devin Shaw again, being like, hey, man, like, are we still doing this? And he replied like instantly. Like after I like, the game? Oh, yeah. And was like, yep, we're in. So we went down to the behind the bench area. And, and there he was. Devin's score came out. And the Germans <laughs> started chanting his name. It was amazing. And he was the nicest man in the world. And Laws like, him
0: actually,
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Laws like told him why he liked him so much. And I think he, he appreciated it. And I asked him how the number change went down. And he said, Ken Holland called him and was like, Hey, we got Matthias. I call like long time veteran in the league. Like, do you mind changing numbers? And Devin Shaw said, I don't care as long as I have a number in the NHL.
1: That's so, probably fair a good enough. mindset. <laughs> Tumble. Yeah, fair enough. So
3: he's, he's just happy to be here. And One of them.
2: You didn't request the roley. Come on. <laughs> I would have asked for
0: 99. <laughs> <Bring it laughs> Nobody's worn that in a while. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Troll job. Where's 98 for?
1: Guess, yeah. oh, how dare you? Who's oh, yeah.
0: Um, I heard him. Uh, but this is great. I also, there was a photo Kennedy had of you fixing your hair before.
3: Like- I was doing it on my phone. I, was, I didn't know how to, what to do. I've never been that nervous to like meet somebody before. It was really weird. It was <laughs> weird. I just knew it was something I had never expected to happen.
0: I like that the chat picked up on the blur in the one image. There. <laughs> it's a family friendly show. We got to keep it
1: that way. Um, um,
3: there is a video of the Germans chanting his name. that I think was on Twitter last night. If we can find the beginning that part,
1: I thought was the, the funniest part because you could see like humble and modesty is when he's walking up and they were chanting his name, that I little chant. That. He's like, he's like all shy. He's yeah, like, all he flustered. it's like you're in the national league, but like
3: it was, uh, <laughs> It was awesome, it was so fun.
2: I couldn't have been like, when I saw those photos last night as I was at home doing my thing, and then when I saw those pop up, I couldn't have been happier for you because you looked, there's just a joie de vivre on your face that is just, you're beaming, you're elated, I, I love it. I'm looking at producer Aaron's computer here and I just, I can't get enough of these photos. It, it was funny
3: how happy people were for me yep. to meet Devin Shaw. And the chat's happy for you right now too.
2: Are they? Yeah. Good guy. Sure. It's kind there of you like go. your version of nuge in a way. Like when the pregnancy announcement came out earlier this week, people thought I was the one that was having the <laughs> nuge baby in some cases. So I was palm for you. Pal. So that was surrogate. So, yeah. Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> oh, here it is. Do we have volume on that?
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
3: I would chant it maybe but it's uh they did a way better job.
0: Oh, this is them chanting it outside. Oh yeah. Cool. They took oh, it wow. they
3: took it around the city.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they were actually saying on, on Monday's game they're gonna try and start this chant in
0: the arena. There was a really good MVP chant last night in there the was. Hey, that You can daughter.
2: hear it clear on TV, like yeah. clear as day.
0: I we haven't had it very much this year. I remember the First time he won it, you'd get a lot of MVP chances throughout the year because I felt like as a fan base, we were trying to will McDavid Mm -hmm. to that heart trophy. Hard topic change right now as well. But I feel like this year, we all just kind of seamless. Yeah. We all just kind of know he's getting it, right? Is it going to be unanimous though? It should be. (laughs) be. Are you kidding me?
1: Joe Haggerty's going to go for Pasternak or something like that. Well, that could happen. You're right. Because Boston loves their, but there's nobody even in the ballpark, right? Like, no, this is a guy from Toronto saying this, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, there is a debate for who's going to come second and third. And like, that's about it. Like that's the only intriguing part of this. He's going to be sitting there at the NHL awards in Nashville with the Hart, the Lindsay, the rocket and Ross and the art Ross. And maybe if we're lucky, a little bit more hardware in that photo, but that big old ring coming in October. Oh, that would be nice. Mm. That would be nice. But he's going to sit there like minimum four awards this season at the end of the year. It's crazy. absolutely bananas. And last night, Connor McDavid found the back of the net for his fifty seventh. And Jay and I made the executive decision: we are squad betting McDavid Hattie for the party tomorrow.
2: All right, I'm in. Mean, all right, if that's what we got to do to <laughs> manifest, then
0: fine. He'll hit sixty. We're gonna will it into existence. Don't tempt me with a good time, Tyler. I know. How
2: about the uh,
3: Matthias uh, Janmark revenge game yesterday?
0: Let's get into it with our three big things brought to you by AMA (laughs) Travel. They make our nation vacation solid. They can do the same thing for your summer vacations as well. The Germans are here on like the ultimate nation vacation for AMA Travel. So uh, they can help you out. They do great work. Number one, doing great work. Yes, Liam, Matthias Janmark Mm -hmm. in the Matthias Janmark Revenge Game. When we look back on his career as an oiler, tonight will be the night we remember as the Janmark game. Uh huh. Is that too intense for <laughs> <Yeah>. you?
2: <laughs> the, the interesting thing about him is five of his seven goals this year have come against his former clubs. Really? You got one against Vegas? He got one against Vegas. Now yeah, he's he got four there. against Dallas.
3: <laughs> right at the start of the game, he came on the ice and I was sent next to Jay and I said, shit, Matthias Giammarck revenge game. Yeah. And
1: then he scored do, the show. Do you guys goal. know who runs a revenge game account at NHL Revenge? Is it you? It is me. Really? Wow. I am. Who's your uh, favorite revenge game guy? There's so many, like, as you, like, like I always ask players when I talk to them, I'm like, dude, you, like you have to get up for your former team. And they always say like, yeah, I'm fired up. I'm good to go. Like, it's just like one of those things that always like from a betting point of view too, you guys capitalize this on, on, all the time, right? Like if a guy's playing their former team, like if home's playing Nashville, you're jumping on an any time goal, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just seems to pay out quite a bit. And I just love that sort of narrative. Even guys who played like seven games for a team, like the other night, Dennis Malgin was in town. Like he almost scored a couple of times. Galchenyuk was there. Like that's where you find the value, I think, in batting boys. the, uh, the chicken revenge game was something too mm-hmm. in here. Say, like we were talking special. about
0: his revenge game against the Oilers because yeah. they didn't get anything's it. revenge. By the way, yeah, yes, there's <laughs> no <didn't> limit. Big <laughs> narratives. Uh, but the depth of this team steering <laughs> it back to the game last night was really solid. Like even that first goal, it was Warren Fogle, 12th of the year. Warren Fogle has flipped a switch. Like, this guy has not played a bad hockey game now in over a month. And before, it was sporadic where you'd get a game, a full 60-minute stretch, where you're like, damn, Warren Fogle's moving tonight. Now he's moving every night. He's forechecking, and he's getting really quality minutes, too. He scores that goal. Nugent Bouchard pick up the apples on it. So I know Dreisaitl was kind of involved in it. He made that first pass back to the point. But again, like a guy who's not one of the, in air quotes, big guns in Warren Vogel, got the scoring started, and then Yanmark picks up two more. Again, I know it's the McDavid effort that starts that Yanmark goal, but other guys are getting the involved. Vinny clear first. The Vinny clear off the mm-hmm. goal line, unbelievable. I thought the depth of this team was great last night, and I talked about how You know, there wasn't really a point where I felt like Dallas was taking over that hockey game. And I think a big reason why is because the Oilers had all 11 forwards kind of really doing their part and keeping things pushed in the right direction. I think one thing to show that where the depth is
3: at right now is, yes, the Oilers play 11 and 7 and that is very obvious, obviously, but it's not six and five. Now it's five and six. Like the bottom guys rotate through the top guys rather than the top guys rotate through the bottom guys. Mm-hmm. Just to show, I guess the level of trust now that Jay yeah. Woodcrust has in the depth guys. And yeah, they've shown up for a while. That fourth line has been good with Ryan and Shaw. McLeod is, has been decent and he got hurt, I guess. Didn't play last night. And uh, Nick Bukestead been a great addition
2: Long, Derek Ryan.
3: Long, long Derek, Derek Ryan long Derek Ryan doing yeah. his thing real
0: long yeah, um, yeah. I I was looking <laughs> at the numbers long. like he is the low event king there was only 5 shots when he was on the ice last night I oh, wow. first the other... like I
2: was it was like kind of like a meh deal yeah. when it came yeah. in but like I like him first impression's been yep. solid Bukestad, he does like things quietly steady
1: every game he's played so far You know what's what's interesting to me and I I do think Edmonton's got a legitimate shot here in the Western Conference specifically Vander Kane, like if he can get cooking I again, know. the way he played last year, I know he missed a yeah. significant time. Like that's scary to come back from an injury like that. I just like, like, like the depth of this team, right? Like you just mentioned some of the the bottom six guys, but like the guys they have up front now with Hyman, the season he had, R&H, your boy. Um, and then, then obviously the two big boys, like there's so much to go around. And to me from the outside looking in, that's been the perspective of this Edmonton team, the depth scoring, but it's finally here. Yeah, our boy NHL said last night. Tyler, oh, love him. Since January, <laughs> the Oilers have two forwards in the
2: top ten in five on five goals per sixty. One is Connor McDavid. The other is Warren Fogle. Hell yeah, my guy's as hot as he is handsome right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I was also taking a peek at like the goals per sixty on the season as a whole, and a guy like Derek Ryan is close to a goal every sixty minutes. He's on the ice right now. Like he's having a solid year and has been remarkably consistent for this hockey club. So the depth of this team gets the number one big thing. Number two, it's the big man between the pipes. Stuart Skinner, again, wasn't tested in a lot of... He didn't have to stand on his head, I guess, is what I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say here. But he goes three for three when the Oilers were on the PK. A big part of their PK going three for three. Stops 21 to 22 at even strength as well. 9.62 save percentage. There was that one... I don't know if you want to call it a blip against the Maple Leafs because he kind of got hung out to dry, but... Again, we've been hammering this for a while. You got lit up. Yeah. yeah. He is their number one goalie. They are going to treat him that way for the rest of the season. Him being at the level he was last night is so important for this team as they roll into the playoffs. And I like the last night he showed he can, you know, have a solid game against an elite team. He was good against Boston a week ago too. 929, say percentage in that one. Like this dude is he's there. He's he's a, he can be a number one goalie.
3: Yeah. I mean. He's been proving it now for a while. The other goaltender in town hasn't been pulling his weight like he should be. And it's been a lot of the way has been put on a rookie goaltender and he's shown up more often than not for this team. And yeah, I think he's fantastic and he's the future of the, the crease here in Edmonton. Yeah.
0: 2.6 mil for three more years. Oh, That's a that solid.
2: The only saving grace right now is that our goaltending as a duo is, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, uh, Jack Campbell at five by five is no bueno, but like at least those two in aggregate
0: 7.6. <laughs> no two not crazy. Bad. Yeah. Just pretend they're flipped. Who's here? Beer. Oh, we got beer. Hey, man. is it green <laughs> for later? Oh, no, for later. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, oh, you, you totally threw up my train of thought with that <laughs> announcement. Um, anyways, third big thing. Just the fact that the penalty kill went three for three. It's been awful all season, just flat out. Terrible. It, very well could cost them come playoff time, but we have seen under Jay Woodcroft, the penalty kill be way better than this. So I'm keeping an eye on it down the stretch here in the final 15 ish games. Just dropping <laughs> them right in.
1: Mm. It's
2: good hammered. It looks I like a variety of, I flavors. like this. We've got a uh, sample pack here. Ooh, oh, I'm a cider guy. I am That's a cider nice. guy right here. Mm-hmm. Big,
1: big Mo Sider. Sider.
2: Tyler's staring at them longingly. I know.
1: You look really good. Hey, who I you guys- like
0: that you're still rocking that Voss bottle from the airport last Friday. Ah, uh, Yeah, I mean, the thing says it expires in 2024, so I think I can reuse it. Till- he left his dignity in Toronto, too. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. It works. It's a nice <laughs> water bottle. I'm a big fan. I'll get a good wide mouth water bottle. That's
1: Who do you guys fear in the Aren't first round uh, the in terms LA, of opponents? The LA Kings.
2: LA's playing yeah. really good hockey right now, and it's annoying. So if they're like on the answer for me, honestly is no one, but if I have to pick yeah. one, it's probably LA.
0: Yeah. Eight, one and one in their last 10. I just think about last year and them bringing, uh, mm-hmm. uh bringing the Oilers to seven games with no Doughty mm-hmm. and no Arvidsson and Jonathan quick and net. And, and now they got he, he now he they was go was good in the wins, but like he's bad in the losses. Fiala's there. Corpusal three and zero in his first Oppen's three starts. Good too. They're healthy. They got Gavrikov on the blue line, which makes them a little bit more difficult to play against. Like some of those young guys, you think of maybe taking a step forward as well. A guy like Gabe Villardi has had mm. really, really good stretches this year. Um, the LA Kings are definitely who scares me, and it's extra concerning because that's who's looking like the most likely first round matchup for this team here. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think the Kings in round one. Is a scary thought if you're an Oilers fan, but I will still stand by. They don't have the high end skill to compete with the Oilers, and I know a lot of people generally tend to think, "Oh, come playoff time, it's not that high end skill that'll separate you." But the Oilers proved last year that it can absolutely be the case. If Kane averaged pretty much a goal a game, McDavid and Drys that'll set the world on fire. Their power play was still still able to win them hockey games in the playoffs. The other thing we forget. That series went seven games, but Leon Dryas said it was on one leg. Darnell okay. Nurse's hip was all messed up. Like there was oh, also no Viking. Come yeah. on. No Matias Ekholm. Thank you. Mike Smith had a couple of stinkers in there as well. You're hoping to, I know shutout in game seven kind of erases all of that, but like Stuart Skinner's capable of being more consistent than Smith was. The Kings scare me, but I still think like if you were an odds maker, Nick, who would you have as the favorite in that series?
1: Well, it depends who the home team is. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, game one and two where that is, but uh, you, it has to be Edmonton. Uh, considering what they did last year, number one, and number two, who they have on their roster, I don't know how it's not Edmonton. Do You guys agree? I think so. I think it'd be I think the line would be close, yeah. but I think I would give the Oilers
0: the edge, even if they weren't the home team in that one. The dream for the Oilers yeah. would be that you play Seattle in round one. I think that's the best. Like I just I think they're a little fraudulent. I don't think their are goaltending like good. That. They don't have high-end skill. They're forward depth, they basically roll out three-second lines, which I guess is fine, but I don't think that'll work against the Edmonton Oilers. Their leading scorer is Vince Dunn. I am not scared about facing a team whose leading scorer guy's is Vince
1: handsome Dunn. as hell, though. Have you it's seen good, him? Good-looking nice. dude. Good looking it's got to be a factor.
0: <laughs> I love the break. That was good. Yeah. Uh, but Seattle would be the team that scares me the least in the playoff picture right now.
3: Out of all eight teams?
0: Like Winnipeg with hmm. Hellebuck would still worry me. Yeah, but they got
1: nothing to lose, though. That scares the hell out of me.
0: Yeah, but I think every team has that element of desperation
1: come playoff time. Yeah. I don't think they care what they do. But they're just happy to be there, which is tough if you're Edmonton because yes. you got to yeah. win the cup. Yeah, yeah Edmonton's got right? more pressure yeah. on them.
0: I just, I look at some of these teams like, okay, Calgary wouldn't really worry me. Nashville, Soros, right? So you're nervous about that. Uh, yeah. Like, goaltending can just flip this thing on its head. Winnipeg, Hellebuck, that scares me. Ottinger. Ottinger in Dallas scares me. You know, Corpus Salo maybe doesn't quite scare me enough, but we've seen him think back to the bubble year when he was like outstanding in the playoffs. So
2: even both wins that Columbus got over the Oilers this year, Corpus Salo yeah. a huge part it's of like those.
0: 920 save percentages, and the Oilers are throwing 50 pucks at him if you can't. Yeah.
1: Crazy. I worked that game where Corpus Salo made the 85 oh, saves. Yeah. That was nuts. I'm like, what is happening right now? And I'm yeah. watching a hockey game for like six hours, <laughs> and this guy's just stopping shot after shot. I couldn't, I'm like, is this Eunice Corpuscalo I'm watching? But here we are.
0: I remember that day I went yeah. golfing, and I was like, oh man, like, I'm going to miss the entire hockey game. I did my full round of <laughs> golf, sat down in the clubhouse, and still watched like a period and a half of that overtime. That's crazy. Game. That was nuts. Uh, let's see what the chat's saying here about this one. Uh, Egan says Seattle's strength is being able to consistently roll four lines, and again, I get it, but the Oilers' depth is also solid right now, and the high end skill is going to be the big factor there. And like the Oilers' power play being much better as well. Maynard says home ice isn't super important for the Oilers. I uh, listen, I, I don't think it's as big of a factor as some people make it out to be. Like, everyone's always like, Oh, you want game seven on home, man? Ice? We were at game no. seven.
2: Yeah, We were at game seven and that place was electric. Yeah, it, like, was.
0: it makes a difference. But the thing is, if game seven is on home ice, game six isn't, right? And game six is just as important as game seven because either you're fighting to stay alive or you can wrap up the series in game six. So I don't know. I think like it is a factor. I, I don't personally think it's as big of a factor
1: as other things. Unless yeah. you're Calgary, just because their home rank is a dump. Yeah. I think it's overblown. I don't know. Like, yeah, like I'm with you. You look like Tampa, even like not, not to keep comparing it to like the Leafs, but they stroll in and I know that building sucks and it's so quiet. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think like specifically in hockey, like home court or whatever, like home ice is not a thing. Like in the NBA, it's a lot different, right? It's so, it's so hostile. Like the crowd's on you. I think from the NHL, perspective, like hockey perspective, I don't get that feel where you need to host game seven and be successful, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Yeah. Lance says all games are important in the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, I mean like home or away, you <laughs> not, want to win. That's not that's game one though. It not. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, game one sucks. BM disagrees.
3: Disagreed. <laughs> Oilers didn't win one game one last season. Exactly. Went to the
2: Western Conference Finals. That's actually a good point. Game one was Calgary Stanley Cup, really, in that second round. That was remember huge. how nerd,
0: like, yeah. I remember sitting down doing shows after the Oilers lost game one, like, doing one with Frank, and Frank was like, listen, I said before the series, if any team could make this a short so, series, it's Calgary, not Edmonton. And I was like, oh, damn, we're so screwed. Boom, flipped the switch. That was sick. It's crazy. Bob McKenzie's always been a big proponent of, like, momentum never carries over, game, game to, game, to game. game. Right? Every game you got to start fresh. So, in that sense, yeah, like, you lose game one. Again, on home ice or away, I just it'll be a long series. But we who still was, got some.
3: Uh, who was Frank Stanley Cup pick last year? Last year was not it the Winnipeg? Yeah, Jets? last year was Winnipeg, and they missed. So you were worried that Frank said the Calgary <laughs> were going to win that series after he picked the Winnipeg Jets. You missed the playoffs mm-hmm. to win the Stanley Cup.
2: Listen,
1: I I trust him sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Good uh, guy okay. though. Yeah, breaks, he breaks straights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah, trade guy. He's a lot of breaker.
3: <laughs> yeah, she just broke that. Uh,
1: Devin
0: Levi's signing Levi. in Buffalo.
1: He's coming out of college. That's totally. going to be Sabres. huge, by the way. That's big. That's their goalie of the that's future. That's why they traded that other kid. I forgot his name is Casey now, but they traded somebody at the deadline to the LA Kings as oh, a goalie yeah. as well because Levi's coming up and he could be with UPL. Yeah. that's Sabres are looking good yeah. if we're like checking out what's going on. <laughs> nah, I don't know. East. When's like, the last time they made the playoffs? Like we always have this <laughs> conversation too. I've been waiting and waiting. Yeah, and waiting. but, it, and I get it, but I do think,
0: they got guys now in the Eichel thing, like past them. They got guys who want to be there now. It feels like yeah. as much as this is like a hockey buzzword, the culture there is so much better. I don't know. You talked about playing like free and loose. I feel like that's a team that like next year, they're just going to be like, pooh, let's go.
1: Yeah. But the thing with Buffalo, like they do this every year. They have like an amazing finish, but like, you bury yourself beyond existence in the first month of the season. There's so many mm-hmm. teams who I think are like pretenders, you know what I mean? Where they show up, in the second half of the year. That's why I was like, laughing over the Ottawa Senators. They called it the Summer of Pierre. And it's like, where were you the first month and a half of the season? Like, the, when there's no pressure to succeed or win, like, I think it's yeah. a simple game, right? Show up in October.
0: Jake's in the chat says, today's a good day for a simply don't air. you, had, you a don't air
3: guy. Don't air guy?
0: Will you get into it? Yeah.
3: Well, let's go.
2: What
1: are I are I you gonna you for? Get Show's over. over.
3: <laughs>
2: I can see it already tomorrow. After the I the 15th a sh- anniversary party when the game's over. We all roll into a donaire spot. <laughs> a I can s- already see it happen. Clear night, as day. Have.
3: When I was driving to the rink last night, there was a a fresh slice. Of what mm. the store was called, mm. and I had pizza and donut.
2: I know you're a man that loves a fresh slice. When we were in Vegas in January, yeah. Liam would just disappear <laughs> and he would show up with a piece of pizza randomly all I had the time. Two, I had two of the game last night. Oh, that boy! You're yeah. hungry boy. A guy, you had a big night yeah. coming, so you had to like. Get yourself settled. you know? himself before,
3: up. <laughs> one part of the story I forgot to mention. So I had a couple, a couple of beers at a game. Really? But...
2: <laughs> what was the BPP? What was the what? What was the BPP?
3: Beers per period? Yeah. Uh, two. <laughs> wow,
1: two? You were rocking a wow, two last night.
3: Two,
2: yeah. that's, a, that's an impressive number.
3: Yeah, so so right before I went down to meet Devin score, I stopped at the bar and it was just people like cashing out. They weren't working and I said, can I please have a cup of water? And the lady was like, yes, one moment, please. And she got me a cup of water, and I just slammed the cup as I came ready.
2: Sober up. Proud of you.
3: It was was special. My girlfriend was like, why do you never look at me like that? I saw her.
0: That (laughs) was so funny.
3: Well, what can you do?
0: Uh, it's a Friday, so that's why BM is here. Nick, special guest. It's all for our friends at Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical has been one of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the past 20 years. Their crews, highly qualified, feature over 50 plumbers and gas fitters. If you need emergency service, they got you. 780-481-8873. If you want to find out more, startmechanical.ca is where you can find them. Uh, circling back to the playoff picture in the West, the Winnipeg Jets are suddenly hanging on to that last playoff spot like by a thread. What's remarkable, they're only three points up on the Calgary Flames now. So maybe Calgary still has an outside shot of getting into this thing. But Nashville, four points back with three games in hand. It is crazy to consider that the Nashville Predators who sold off at home, Niederreiter, Grandlin, they actually have like a good chance of getting in here. They only have to win two of those three games in hand.
2: Tyson Berry going to will them into the playoffs. He might.
1: Forsberg's hurt. Johansson's hurt. So you think they're fake news? Yeah, Calgary's fake news too. Like, I, I love the barn burner guys, but every every second post, like they're alive, they're alive. And they're like, you don't have a goalie, number one, number two, like you can't score. Nazem Kadri was their fourth line center last night. Like, wh- what are Ooh. we doing here? We they did win seven two over the Good Vegas for them. Game night. So that that was the their first assault. ever win in Vegas, by the way. yeah, it was it's been eight never years won. since really? Vegas has been in the league. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were like what oh eleven or something Ooh. like that. It was crazy. It was a team that couldn't win in Anaheim. Remember that? That was also Calgary. I
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good setup. That's a good setup. On the other side of the playoff race, because of Calgary's win, Edmonton now six points back of the Vegas Golden Knights. Two games in hand against Vegas still to go this season. And the other thing that I kind of like when we're talking about the Oilers, maybe getting into one of those top two spots in the Pacific, maybe getting into that top spot. Vegas and LA still play each other a couple of times too. So not only will Edmonton have those four point swing games against Vegas, but there should be a couple of nights coming up where mm-hmm. only one of Vegas or LA knock on wood. Just no regulation overtime. wins. Regulation wins on either side. And that could really yeah. help the Oilers as well. So the playoff race is going to be interesting. Nothing really Going on tonight in the NHL, the matchups are more or less all duds when you consider the Western Conference playoff race. Uh, but tomorrow, man, tomorrow.
3: Why does the NHL do this? Yeah. It's Friday night Four and three of the games start at the same time. Yep. And the blockbuster of the night, the Anaheim Ducks versus the Columbus Blue Jackets, 8 p.m. Mountain. The Bowl, baby. The, true, that is a big one. It's huge. Ball, yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Surely you look at the schedule and be like, Anaheim probably isn't going to be great. So should we really put them at that time on a on a Friday? It's
0: actually a big Bedard weekend. Anaheim, Columbus tomorrow night. Chicago, Arizona. Must watch TV right there. Wow,
1: true. Those hey, are their home dates too. I think uh, every team's got like home dates they submit every year. And Anaheims, oh, yeah. I think, is Friday and Sunday nights. Uh, so all their home games uh, will usually be on those nights. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. we, like uh, right. you think of that area too, like concerts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they got to submit everything. That's why the schedules like that sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. makes sense. Tomorrow though. Big schedule night around the NHL in terms of the Western Conference race. Dallas is in Calgary, Vancouver in LA. So we're rooting for the Canucks there. Uh, and then you have in the afternoon, actually, Winnipeg, Nashville. What a massive game that is. And then Edmonton, Seattle at two o'clock. Our 15th birthday bash at the pint. I'm going to be behind the bar serving up some drinks. Hence why I'm staying well hydrated today. Looks at the There's water and beer. There.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. St. Patrick's Day, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, But it's going to be great. It is sold out tomorrow. Nick's going to be there. Jay Rosehill is going to be there. Your co-host, the Mm -hmm. Germans, are going to be there as well. The pint is going to be rocking doors at noon. Watch party at two as we celebrate 15 years of Oilers Nation. Going to be a good time. Uh, Let's move towards the end of the show here. Get to our Betway wrap. I did not hit my bet yesterday of over one and a half power play goals. Liam, did you hit yours? I, I went one for two. I hit so. I what missed. Was your on the, game day big bet?
3: Oh, McDavid two plus points. Yes, I hit that one. Yeah, you hit that one. So the I went one for th- I went two for three of them. Okay. Um, I forgot I made that one. Dry side missed, but he hit the f- post on the empty net, <laughs> which was brutal. brutal. But I had McDavid two plus points with three and a, oh, three and a half team goals. That was Good tough work. to get Good out. Work. So we got there though. But ended up in plus money.
0: What do you like tonight?
3: I like, what do I like, Aaron? Tage Thompson.
0: I like how you submit these and then you always forget. So it makes it sound like you're like reading off a prompter. (laughs) It's been 31
3: minutes since I submitted them. How am I supposed to remember? (laughs) Tage Thompson hit his shot prop in back-to-back games. And then Johnny Gaudreau has hit his, I believe, in three games in a row. So they're in the tank bowl. Maybe they won't be shooting the puck, but (laughs) we'll see. It was, uh, let's see, here, two games in a row, Johnny Gaudreau. Six shots against San Jose, four against LA. So two
0: and a half, minus 125. I like that. That's a good spot there. Bedard
3: would be nice between Gaudreau and Patrick Lyon.
0: If you're talking about a team that could turn it around the quickest, it actually is probably the Columbus Blue Jackets with Connor Bedard, Mm -hmm. right? They kind of went all in this year. They fell flat on their faces and it's whatever. Um, But like they get Wierenski back next year. I like them in the crease with Daniil Tarasov. That forward group looks legit as well.
1: Yeah. They need like seven centers though. Who's your one C? Boone Jenner. But if you had Rozovic. Bedard, you'd yeah. Bedard. You'd be running. Obviously, you know Jenner. They got Kent Johnson, Rosovic, Cylinders, good Cylinder. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't Rozovic. know if they deserve him though. Like that fan base shows up, man. They do, but like you sign Johnny Goodrow and then you shit the bed, man. Like, like Tyler's yeah. a Columbus guy though. Don't let him. Fool oh, I you. love Columbus. I I've been there. I always yep. I'm the first to, to go out there and pump Columbus. Great party city, by the way. OSU there, but you get Johnny Goodrow. <laughs> and you shit the bed the way they did, like it's embarrassing. Yeah. And you don't deserve Connor Bedard. I won Bedard in Vancouver. That, be I mean, that'd be cool. That was my.
3: I, I don't fuck them. Said this at the they start of the season. They don't win
1: lotteries. We know that. <laughs> they never win shit. Yeah. For... They also like. I mean, do they really deserve them? <laughs> no,
2: no, they don't no. at all. Or that okay. doesn't deserve to be happy. Most importantly. who, who deserves Connor Bedard? Then
1: Anaheim, Oilers. No, no, fuck that. Columbus, team. I think, <laughs> does.
3: Anaheim, I, mean, I will does. never forgive them after the Ryan
1: Kessler incident. <laughs> I think Arizona, like you guys will laugh, but I think Arizona does. They I played th- their asses off this they, year. Yeah. And, and I mean, like got the, got the team, lot of sure. the franchise. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. No, yeah. like, but I, I, they've played their asses off. Like even last night, one of my bets, I thought it was a surefire Rick Tocket revenge game. His first game back in, in yeah. A.C. since they didn't renew his contract and they beat Vancouver. has been like one of the hottest teams in the league. Yeah. Like every game they're competitive. I would say that about Chicago too. Like I give those teams credit from day one, we knew they were going to be shit and they still showed up, which is good.
2: My bet is actually, even though they're not dead last, is Chicago wins it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it just seems like that's what, what's going to
0: happen. That'd be cool. They're too far away, probably. They'd have to really shit the bed late to get like a 5% chance, even, but that'd be a market I'd like to see them in. Yeah. Yeah. An they got some work to do if right? they want
2: to go to the bottom.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of work. Uh, checking in with the chat, Deskra says Bedard is not going to a Canadian team. Pretty sure they said the same thing about Connor McDavid. Um, so, you know, 11.5% chance.
2: I'm Nailed it.
0: And yeah, yep. They did say Yak would not go to a Canadian city.
1: One of Son the of greatest a- Oilers. Oil
0: Son of a gun. Uh, all right. Yakupov. <laughs> Big shout out to our friends at AMA Travel. Again, the Germans are here having an awesome time because of the German nation vacation. Shout out to AMA. Shout out to Sports Closet, sportscloset.ca. We're driving Nick to the Kingsway location to get him that Jack Campbell jersey right away. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Same time at noon. I will be live at the pint when the doors open. So we're going to have that. All ready to go. So the show's running at the same time on Saturday as well. Shout out to Betway 19. plus. Please play responsibly. And Star Mechanical. Nick, thanks for hopping on the show, man. My pleasure. Thanks, man.
2: One me. more thing, Tyler, please. Yep. Uh, Nell Yakupov has six goals and four assists for Omsk Avangard. Still year. playing? So, mm-hmm. so uh, any other former NHLs on that team? Uh, let me give me a second, limb. What was your fail, fail,
3: favorite Nail Yakubov? Sorry, I was just thinking favorite of Favorite Nail Yakubov. Former
2: oiler Anton Bailov.
1: Oh, He's wow. on that team? He is? Come oh, on. Boy, Belov. Hey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh? Mm. I got a great Yakubov story for us. So I used to work at NHL Network Radio years ago when Nail when was on the Sarnia Sting in the Ontario Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And so I, I used to do updates for this channel on Sirius XM, and it was right before Yakubov uh, was to get drafted. And at the time he was going by Nile. So really? I said Niall Yakupov, and next thing you know, I got uh, an email, or I think it was like a DM on Twitter from like this OHL guy who was like, "Yeah, so Nail was listening. He didn't like the way his name was pronounced. Pronounced Nail, not Nile. That's how he wants it pronounced." So I'm like, "Oh, excuse me, buddy." Like, yeah. and he did nothing in the NHL. Well, he did have that one knee slide. <laughs> yeah, the knee yeah, slide. That's Number sure. one memory. Blue
3: classic
2: uh, Ray Ferrero call on him as well. <laughs>